Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. You guys keep making your way through the forest. Uh... You guys kind of keep going, and um, as you guys pass the foliage, you hear from inside, they seem nice. I like them. <laughs> uh, and you guys just kind of keep, you hear the sound of her slapping them with her bow again. Um, <laughs> Once they get out of earshot, I say, Bertrand oh will, will smile warmly and just keep walking. Once they get out of earshot, I say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> and you actually hear her. I guess it can have been them. I mean, there was no dwarf. Huh. <laughs> How about that? You don't see that many Aarakocra around here. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys keep going, and uh, you get to the outskirts of Oriel. It takes you several days. You have to spend multiple nights on the road. You don't run into any, any other interruptions. Okay, so you guys kind of make your way into the city of Oriel. Oriel is actually quite large. It's one of the larger cities in Thassaran, um, which is the kingdom to the north of Anwaru, where you guys are have mostly been. Uh, Grant, uh, Trather has been to Oriel a handful of times. It's a, it's a fairly nice city. Um, mm -hmm. the Duchess keeps a fairly solid control of things. They've had some issues lately. This is set roughly during the invasion from the last campaign by the Merfolk. Mm -hmm. Um, but they do have control of Oriel still. And everything's pretty, pretty okay. Um, and she told you guys, uh, to head towards the palace or not the palace, her sign of manner, but to not go in the front and to make sure that you leave the child disguised as you head into town. And so you guys kind of head in, and you get roughly to where you're pretty sure you're supposed to be, and you notice uh, one of the Warforged that you're familiar with, one of her bodyguards, kind of hanging out around the back of the house, and she sees you guys and motions uh, for you guys to come over. Uh, and she lets you in, and you realize you're kind of in the basement, like sort of the back entrance of a very, very large, very nice house. Um, you guys enter, and with her, mm -hmm. and the pony. Sure, you can leave, the, bring the pony in or leave the pony outside. Either one's fine. You're in a rather large room, uh, and uh, the Warforged disappears back inside, kind of knocks on a wall. And a down the stairs comes the Duchess. She sees Avia. Avia freaks out like she always does. Uh, runs over, hugs her grandmother. Um, oh, good. Okay. Excellent. Thank, thank you again. One of the Warforged walks over you and like pulls, uh, pulls out of his chest a large chest um, and sets it down. <laughs> there is another 150 gold uh, and two more potions of healing. Thank you so much. Uh, ugh. Uh, child, come here. Um, she pulls Avia to the side, and you see, standing in the corner of the room, uh, two folks you haven't seen before. Uh, you see a rather large and, uh, well-armored, uh, female Goliath, and a rather large, blue, fuzzy-ish-looking, uh, 
creature that at least a few of you would know is a furbolg, and he has a very giant staff. Avia, I would like you to meet two people. This is Desilov and his associate Koga. They are going Hello. to be taking care of you for the time being. And Avia looks kind of confused, but you're both big and look super cool. Uh, for, for our listeners, uh, Koga and Desilov are the characters uh, Grant and Peter played uh, in their side quest, and I think episode they did with us in the first campaign. Koga is a Goliath barbarian, yes? Yep. And yep. Desilov is a Furbolg paladin. Paladin. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so she kind of moves Kai, uh, Avia over to you. Uh, this is Koga. And uh, she looks up and she smiles and she just kind of runs over, wraps her arms around your legs. Hi. Hi. Small child, welcome. You may call me Kogatul. Okay. Hi. Uh, and then she runs over and wraps her arms around Desilov. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Desilov will kind of like crouch down so he's closer to eye level at her and give her like this very kind, warm smile. And for the first time, Avia looks like a normal sized child. Um, <laughs> because Koga and Desilov are real tall. Um, yeah. Desilov's about two inches short of eight feet. Ben, Shim recognizes Koga from, like, legend and stories Ooh. he heard back home uh, of one of the few Goliath to leave uh, Solitude, uh, the primarily Goliath kingdom to the north, and kind of make her own stance in the rest of the plane. Okay. Koga's fairly well talked about up there as a very experienced and very uh, well thought of uh, bodyguard to the king uh, and his family of Thassarin. You're you're actually familiar by name, at least. Uh, well, considering I'm not Goliathy right now. Yeah, considering you're still doing your other thing, you're you're totally yeah, fine. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still Shim right now, so I'm gonna. But sh Shim gonna play that. Definitely takes notice of this is this is a person you've heard about in a, like, almost, like, stories are told. Yeah. They actually take Avia uh, upstairs to go play. Uh, there are toys and probably sugar. Uh, she's at, like, 5% sugar right now, so we're going to have to crank that back up a little bit. Um, uh, as they leave, the Duchess looks at you. Uh, okay. Um, I hear it gets noticeably warmer, by the way, when Koga leaves. Yes, there's like an actual <laughs> change in temperature in the room. Um, the Duchess walks over. I hate to keep asking you guys to do things for me. And while I am incredibly grateful you have returned my granddaughter, to my knowledge, and from the information, but I can't really find any information one way or the other, I don't know where my son and daughter-in-law are. And I need that rectified. Avia was the priority, but she's safe now. Would you be interested in doing me a favor? Sure. Absolutely. Where was the last place you saw them? Uh, to be, I haven't seen them in six months, frankly. Uh, they tend or to not leave the area around Varen, and I tend to not leave Oriel. Um, the duties are great, of course. Yes. Uh, I just know what I'm told... Uh, one of Avia actually has four Warforged bodyguards. 
one made it out after her parents were taken and came and found me. Uh, that's when I was able to send Izzo to find a group to retrieve her. Um, I, I really don't have a clue where they were taken. I, it can't be too far. I, I don't really know anything about the, the people from the Mantle of the Crow. I, I know very little that goes on in Anwaru. It's very much not something I've had to deal with before. And with the invasion from the Merfolk, it's not been a priority. Well, I think we have a few good places to start. DM question. Have I seen have I seen the, 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 the crow logo enough close enough that I could fake it? Um, in a disguise in a disguise self sense? With some kind of check, sure. Okay. You've seen it between the tattoos and the group you guys just saw and some experience you've had maybe in the past a little bit. Um, my uh my experience with the 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 lizard. Yeah, yeah. Some of you might have, you probably would have seen it at some point in Grand Arn's establishment. That's entirely possible. When he was probably not paying you very well. Um you you could probably make a a relatively acceptable replica. Cool. And if only we'd managed to kill some of them, then we could have just cut <laughs> the logo off of their jackets. Or kept their armor. And just yeah. disguise self during selfs into works. Right. Always better to do things without bloodshed than with. I. And hey, I mean, it was far more entertaining, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. It was very fun. <laughs> as long as you guys enjoyed it, I actually thought it was pretty funny. So that seems fine. Uh, okay, so she... At this point, it's just like a running challenge. Like, how little violence can we have in this campaign? Uh, so she just kind of looks at you guys. I really don't know what to tell you, uh, I, you seem to have found enough leads to find her. I'm sure you can do the same again. We'll see what we can do. I mean, the trail is six months cold. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I should clarify that. It's been six months since she's seen them. They were only taken like a week and a half or two weeks ago. Oh, well, in that case, I've many better ideas. Yeah, they and like... Not even so cold as that. For example, we know where a group of them are right now. That is a thing you know where is. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, so she thanks you, uh, and she looks out the door, sees the mule, is a little confused where that came from or why it has a horn on it now. She'll oh, want... yes, that does remind me. Uh, you have a mule. She'll want to keep that. Um, she motions to someone, and they go get the mule and go put it in a stable somewhere. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, well, that's what the, that coin was for? Sure. That's fine. She'll be very excited about that. Thank I'm you again. I'm sure you and Sparkle Toes shall have a wonderful time together. She that looks... is not canonically the the name of the... It may or may Never not be now. Sparkle Toes now. <laughs> yep, she's going to have to accept that. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Can I do... Can I do a, a dancing lights to make its toes sparkle for just a little bit? Sure, why not? I do that. <laughs> or press an agitation, whichever's fine. It's very important in improv to say yes. <laughs> and to make sure I write it down on the t-shirt list. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but there's a list. It's an actual on-paper list. <clears throat> well, let me guess, this one says Sparkle Toes is the canonical name now? <laughs> it wasn't going to, but it might. Sparkle Toes is this mule's canonical name. <laughs> make sure you capture the long-suffering sigh. 
<laughs> That's very important. You don't want to miss out on that. It's hard Speaking to do in long text. Suffering but... size. Uh, how many of those shirts are just fish puns? I think only one or two. Hold on. I'll find the list later. It's fine. We're probably uh, gonna okay. have to, you know, assess the scale ha. of the puns that we use. There it was. Dang, I was gonna ask if he was gonna print the shirts to scale. <laughs> I was gonna ask if he was coming in the Not yet. And she made you two, and I'm very proud of her for that day. Drowning in them, perhaps? <laughs> a wash in them. There's yeah. a whole swamp of a variety of colors of t-shirts. This is a, a tide of t-shirts. Yep. They're just going to sweep over. Yeah, they Y'all are floundering on these fish puns. It's just to water now. It's, it's really just repeats of the first campaign at this point, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it worked then. It works now. All right. So uh, you guys head out back into the streets of Oreal. Uh Get salty about it. That's right. Oh, I'm very, very salty. Salty is a great word for that. You're not wrong. Um, and you guys kind of wander out. And uh, Rant, Trather feels this sort of unusual sensation. And there's just like, everybody sees like this brief flash of a mist. And Trather just kind of locks up and freezes in place. Uh, you physically cannot move. Well, that's not good. You can still breathe. You're fine, but you can't move. That mist that you guys saw when you left Varen <coughs> kind of floats in next to you, and there's just a woman standing there. She looks at the lot of you, pats Trather on the head, pokes you in, on the nose. You'll be fine. You just stay there. Uh, hi. Oh, good. You brought her home. Excellent. That was all I was supposed to make sure happened. Good. Good, good, good. You did an excellent job. She'll be very happy. Ooh, you lot are interesting looking. Uh, oh. Do you, uh, do you know where the, the parents of the, chi of the child are? Ooh. She, I'm, she looks I'm at sorry. you, John. More, more importantly, who are you? Hi. Uh, don't worry about that. It's not important. Uh, she, she, John, she looks at you and she's like, oh. Hmm. Uh, she's looking at your arm. And she kind of twinkles her fingers around, and these little dots appear in the sky right in front of her fingers, and they're very much a crimson color you're super familiar with. Oh. Interesting. Huh. Uh, she flashes out and flashes back, and she's standing next to you now. Uh, and she hands you a piece of paper. Um, see what you can find with this. She, she rolls it out, and it's a map. And she sticks it in your hand so that you're holding it so that she can see it. And she's like, uh, yeah, yeah, there. And she points to a spot, and, and you're relatively familiar, John, with the area. You've been in Nawaru and that mm. kind of surrounding area for a long time, most of your life. Yeah. You don't yeah. really know what's there. It's in oh. Nawaru, but it's not a place you've seen before. And there's, oh. just, there's, there's two things. So there's a little, little town, and then further to the west of that... There's what looks like the symbol that you would draw to represent there being like a tower. Hmm. It's like so when you remember when you went to um Radden's Tower? Yeah. It's like the kind of symbol you would use to represent something like that. You've not seen either okay. of those on the map before. So hmm. uh so you guys have fun with that. Uh, and she just kind of walks back over next to Trather, boops him on the nose again. I'll see you guys later. And she kind of waves her hand in the air. And the mystery appears, and she's gone. So, Trather, who, uh, or what was that? No, you're good now. You're good now. Madam, hand me items. 
<laughs> Bertrand just kind of blinks. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. All right. <clears throat> Mildly discompetent. Uh, and you have your full range of motion back. You're good. That was an unusual experience. Uh, none of you have probably seen anything like that before. Uh, anyone who wants to make me an Arcana check can totally do that. That would be a thing you could do. William oh, or, or Jenny or anybody else. <laughs> Trather. You don't know that. It could be a DC5. I'm going to refuse because there's no way Trather should know about this. <laughs> but that would make the natural 20 really funny. Um, uh, fine, but this is not canonical. That's fine. Okay. That's a nine. That's a nine. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's canonical. Yep. Uh, are you're fairly certain that was some kind of teleportation she was doing but the ability to constantly blink around like that is not something you've seen before uh and jenny and i read a lot yes. yeah and you read a lot of books that's in none of the <laughs> warforged books or any of the other books either um jenny john's real pretty sure that lady was probably crimsonborn but that's oh, yeah. that's not a, a thing you know how to do that was do, that was a whole I do thing. light refraction. Yeah, I not don't do not that. Mist and freezing people. <laughs> and when he was frozen, he was kind. Of, there was like a little twitch, and there was like a little glow. And Grant, you took he took no damage, no any of that. You just no movie. So that was fun. Uh, and you have a map now. As you look at the map where Varen is, that's where you guys have spent most of your time. Across the fork in the road is a little city called Shringen. Uh, and you remember that the nice orc lady in the tree said that word earlier. That's yep. not an area you know a lot about, nor a city you're particularly familiar with. Uh, but it's right there on this real nice looking map called Shiringen. And none of you are particularly, no matter sort of how long or short you've been in Onwaru, that's not a name you've really heard very often. Um, you may have heard it once or twice, but it's it have to be like very very new and you're not particularly familiar with it outside of where it apparently is in this nice picture the lady gave you before we decide to take mysterious blinking lady's advice seems fine uh, how much do we actually trust her not at all but what other resources do we have well a reasonably large number of orcs sure yeah there yeah, we can go we can capture and question they seem to like are... you guys yeah. Uh, there's the lake houses just north of Varen that we veered off the path, but there were more further north that we could have explored where we think the initial attack happened. Um, there might be clues that way. Or we could take this woman's advice. Let, let, me, let me just say, I, I don't trust her as far as I can throw her. But and you have a really mediocre strength score. I do, I do. I'm, I'm just a little bit above <laughs> average. Um, I, I really don't trust her, but I understand her, and I think it's at least worth investigating. And she was at least claiming to sort of be on our side. She, she... claims to have wanted the kid back home. That could uh, also just be a lie that she gave up as soon as she saw that the girl was here and quite heavily I mean, guarded. I mean, that's fair. 
advocate though like if if that mist was her and she was following us the whole time there were probably plenty of opportunities for her to do a lot of that freeze motion thing on all of us and just take the girl oh there there were far better times for her to take the child if you're you're pretty sure if that's what she was trying to do yeah, like, like trying right to set up an ambush. ambush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably had nothing to do with this. Well, right. I'm suspicious, but at the very least, we could scout the town out and see. Yeah. don't have to go just taking her out of her exact word, but... Yeah. It's probably fine. It's certainly the most direct and specific lead that we've got. We may as well follow up on well, it. We Cautiously. should start with cautious, yes, but... We will start there, and if not, we have other leads. If we don't want to, just jump for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so if you guys want to head that direction, so it'll take you guys a couple of days to get back to Varen, and then a couple of days from there to get to Syringin, probably a day or two. Uh, so you guys head back to Varen. Well, hold you... on. If we're heading back to Varen, we're passing right past that uh, that orc encampment anyway. You are. That is a thing you will do. I I am totally down for some uh, orc interrogation. All right. Uh, so it, it takes you guys a day or two, but you do get back in that area if that's where you would like to go instead. Well, I mean, we're we're already on the way. Accurate. I'll just pick up some information to go. <laughs> okay, so you guys pass back through the area, <laughs> and the tree's definitely still there. What is your order? I'd like some organization and a side of fries and <laughs> a little bit of information to go with that. Thank you. Second window. <laughs> we, we out of organization. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take some controlled chaos instead. <laughs> Delivery not till Tuesday. All right. Uh, so you guys pass back through the area. You find your lovely tree. Uh, but you know that the leaves that kind of formed that canopy around the bottom edge, or the top edge, I guess, are just kind of collapsed on the ground and the tree's empty. Hmm. Uh, perception checks. Uh, anyone who is looking inside the tree. All right. Uh, that would be I will be gladly me. look in the tree. <clears throat> Sean didn't get to look in the tree last time. Hey, I didn't do bad. No, you did not. Bertrand oh. goes to look, bangs his head on the side. That oh! did a really good job. <laughs> yep. Yeah, finally doing those rangery things. Yeah, slightly above average. He's ranging well. <laughs> Bertrand leaves a nice uh, orc size, or not orc, uh, dwarf sized dent in the side of the tree. Okay, so what you guys find when you're poking around um, is a lot of leftover food and mess. Like, there's just, I mean, it was five orcs. It's kind of a pigsty in here. Uh, but what you, Jenny. Uh, and Daniel, uh, you guys find a piece of parchment paper. Hmm. And written on the parchment are basically a set of instructions, more or less, go to forest, find good hiding spot, wait for small child, take small child, bring back to... uh, Wait, hold on. Uh, bring bring back to Black Wings Rise. Don't take to Granarn, which seems like a weird inclusion, but don't worry about it. Don't don't take to Granarn. Is that the lizard fault? Yes, Granarn is your friendly neighborhood guy that'll probably definitely pay you nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but Granorn likes you a lot, Ken. You're going to do real good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not me. He does not like me. I mostly just wanted to use the voice again, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Granorn. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you guys find a note. Um, and Blackwing's Rise is not a place you've heard of. But 15 minutes ago, neither was Syringin, so they could be the same place. Anything's possible. All right. Well, we will <coughs> save this clue and hang on to it, but I suppose we should make our way back. All right. So you guys stop in Varen. Uh, I assume you stop in Varen before going to Syringin. Um, as you guys come back into town... Uh, Shim, you look over and you see Granarn leaning against a post and he looks very upset with you. Uh, and he just kind of looks at you and he's like, mm, not a good call, kid. And then he just walks away. I'm sure that's fine. That won't come back at all. I'm... <laughs> I just kind of wave and smile. <laughs> okay, bye. Um, okay, so you guys, do you guys want to do anything while you're in Varen, or do you just want to go straight on to Syringin? Um, shopping? Sure, what do you want to buy? Uh, I wouldn't mind picking up another uh, health potion. Okay. I know we just got four, but, um. Never a bad option. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 50 gold, please, sir. Absolutely. You, you find a lovely store that sells all sorts of nice things like that. Uh, and the gentleman will gladly sell you a potion today. Does anyone else need supplies? Caltrops, because you guys can always use more of those. Uh, I mean, another I've, mule. I won't get supplies, but I will talk to um, my contact. Well, this time I, I will come and listen. I've got two silver in it if you can tell me anything you can about Black Wings or Eyes or find out about it uh he uh make me some kind of oh is that what the 21 is or was that perception no that that was perception but uh make, make me some kind of talking to a person check he looks at you eh, you weren't gone very long did you find the kid the kid yes now i have a another job i have to track that orc troop <laughs> you sure you want to do that Yep. Interesting that's... choice. That an interesting choice. Well, sure. Um, hmm, Black Wings Rise. Well, let's see. Uh, headquarters of the Mantle of the Crow. Lovely, terrible building. You could not pay me to go inside. I'm not paying you to go inside. I'm paying you to tell me where it is. Syringin. Ever heard of it? Somehow, I, not till the past couple of days, then I've heard of it a lot. That surprises me. Well, good luck. Um, mostly orcs. And a few of, uh, yeah, a handful of uh, kinku, the interesting bird creatures, uh, live there too. Weird arrangement with the orcs. I don't ask questions. All right. Well. But the, the kinku seem to be the ones in charge. Well, we'll see how this goes. I am not looking forward to this, but uh, 
Yeah, have good gold in it. Have fun. Uh, you know me. Don't get yourself killed again. Once was enough. Let me tell you. Uh, and as you walk off, he kind <clears> of <throat> the the silver. Right. I'll just go ahead and give him three silver. Huh. Take care of yourself then. You too. Uh, okay, so you guys have a generalized idea of, of where Sharingan is. What do? Well, I will regroup and confirm that the Red Mist Lady's info was, in fact, good. <coughs> and we have some corroborating evidence, and it's going to be wherever they're holed up. It's not a nice place, and there's a lot of trouble. Uh, so are you guys still going to head that direction? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So basically, you yep. guys walk through the uh, sort of the plane and over towards your engine. As you get closer, you see a couple of things. You see a large lake that kind of splits the land, some watchtowers, a bridge, a very high uh, sort of parapeted wall, uh, wooden surrounding what you assume is a, a town. But as soon as you get to the other side of the water, the grass and the foliage stops. Huh. It is just sand. Ooh, desert's my favorite terrain. <laughs> You're pretty sure the desert only extends inside the for the fence. Neat. I mean, weird. Here there be instant desert. Yes. Ooh. Just take away water and stir. Yeah, basically. Uh, and I mean, there's nothing preventing you from crossing the bridge, and the gate is not open, but not like 17 guards standing in front of it either. How tall is the wall? Uh, 18 feet. Except at the gate where it's more like 14. I mean, did, do we want to knock? <laughs> oh, sure. Bertrand just um, kind of can... rolls right up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I can excited. throw a, uh, the Ravencrest on my shoulder. Okay, yeah. If, if you we wanna... think that might help. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I want to disguise self and throw a Raven's Crest and slightly, like, half-orcish look on me. As you guys approach, you see some heads kind of pop over the side and just kind of look at you a little confused. Uh, and these are actually both um, Pinku. You haven't actually seen any orcs yet. Bertrand just waves cheerfully. Uh, they look down at you. What do you want? I was hoping to come inside. And he takes a look and he sees Shim and he sees the, the patch on your side. You I don't recognize. I'm new. It's kind of probationary. Whatever. Get in here. And they open the gate. I'm glad for once the, oh, I'm new, line actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a heavy When your security doesn't care, you can <laughs> you can break in with ease. There's new interns like every three weeks and contractors. Yeah. <laughs> no one keeps up with it anymore. I mean, the other option we could have run into is, when are we getting in? Nevermore! Oh, jeez. <laughs> That'd have been terrible. Oh, thank you. I wish I'd thought of it. Uh I mean, for all you know, this guy's only worked the gate for like three weeks. He probably joined a month and a half ago. 
Uh, so <laughs> you're standing there, and the gate like closes itself a little tighter, and then starts opening. <laughs> like you turned it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so what you see inside is just like a very small little village. Um, there are a handful of shops, housing. Uh, there's like, um, like a you assume what like a person in charges, like sort of like a constable's house, maybe like a magistrate. Um, this looks distinctly perception checks. Everybody made me perception or investigation. Solid change of pace. Grant. Thank you. <laughs> I, su I support your choices. Good, That's sweet mercy. Oh, no. Oh, man. Okay. Wow, well, I'm just rolling oh, on the, both ends of the extreme tonight. We have yeah. three 20s, yeah. an 18, and eight and a four. The phrase Trather got, Trather got this concerns me. <laughs> it'll probably work out it's been fine so far uh okay so what you guys take notice of um is that this all looks out of place this doesn't look like it was built for orcs or kinku looks like it was built for humans but there are none and it looks like it's just kind of been repurposed maybe and the sand seems very unusual and the whole thing just seems kind of odd. What you do immediately notice is this building over here with the two large orc gentlemen standing in front of it uh, has a banner. Uh, one on actually each side of the door. It's a very large representation of that thing on Shim's shoulder right now. And also saying Shim's shoulder is a little difficult. <laughs> um, so yeah, that looks like I mean, a giant. If it polished, it would be Shem's shiny shoulder, and That's that would right. be really difficult. That's right. <laughs> uh, you imagine this is probably an important building, uh, and the big it has a big sign on it that says "Black Wings Rise." Uh, That's well, the place. Well, do we want to look around first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Or do we want to just go straight up and knock? Works so far. That's true. I mean, I'm in favor of straight up and knock, but <laughs> so I don't. Much. I don't judge your methods. They seem to have been effective. <laughs> okay. All right. Clerics aren't usually known for their subtlety, so yeah. you're not <laughs> especially wrong. dwarven ones. <laughs> so let's just kind of shift everyone down here, Rish. Walk past, just kind of like nod at the guard and knock on the door. <laughs> And I'm just sitting in the, like the back of the group, just like sweating, going, "This is fine. This is, fine. <laughs> this is totally fine. This is definitely going to work out." All right. Um, they look very uh, surprised by your uh, assertive nature. Um, and they, uh, but they see the patch on Shim's shoulder. Um, hmm. <laughs> What do you want? A uh, group of mercenaries I was told to bring uh, to the office. Roll those sweet, sweet dice. <laughs> uh, advantage <laughs> since you did the disguise. Advantage. I like advantage. Uh... Also continuing the proud city on a hill gaming of people just <laughs> rolling deception and 
stuff. Dilly-dilly. <laughs> just whoever wants to roll deception, just go right ahead. We'll see what happens. It's worked out so far. Last campaign, it was the wiz- wizard with no chaw bonus. Hey, I mean, that mostly ended okay. Largely. <laughs> that time I ended up singing campfire songs to everybody. Look, that was still entertaining, <laughs> if nothing else. And I think you guys still won that fight, so probably fine. Barely. Okay, uh, so they kind of look you over. Uh, whatever. New people every day. Get in there. And they open the door. That worked. <laughs> <laughs> look, orcs aren't particularly intelligent creatures for the most part. That's what I was betting on. <laughs> like I said, it's worked out so far. Uh, so you guys come up, and as you open the door and you step in, you're in kind of a large, almost looks like a little bit of a guild hall. Um, mm-hmm. And me beep. Uh, there's all sorts of fun new friends inside. And you recognize two of them. Uh, oh, boy. Just more sweat. <laughs> <laughs> we did say we were mercenaries, right? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, said I, I said I was a, uh, like a bodyguard for hire, kind of. Okay. I That's like. fair. <laughs> that and standing in a swimming pool right now. <laughs> it's, just, it's just pouring off of him this is fine everything's fine all right I, in fact the group has collectively impressed upon rather just be quiet and look large <laughs> that is his that is one of his primary skill sets uh okay I, except when he's trying to you actually did a pretty good job talking to the one guy that worked quite nicely uh okay so what you guys see are a couple of orcs you haven't seen before. Uh, th- this one down here, and uh, that one over here, uh, and two fun kinku friends. Uh, will one of you explain to our audience what kinku are? Because I don't think I did that earlier. And I, it's, can, I can do that. I play a kenku. It's not in a super common game. race. So yeah, kenku are sort of like if you took uh, a sort of like a halfling or a hobbit-sized person, and uh, or maybe a little bit bigger. And you just put black feathers all over them, and you gave them a beak, and they look like crow people, but they don't have wings, and they can't fly. And sometimes uh, game masters say that they can only talk through mimicry. I think that's a little bit silly. I don't play my Kenku like that. No, uh, canonically, by the book, that's how they are. Um, But I don't know a single GM who's made me play that way. That's fair. I'm going to have an NPC like that, but Ooh. that's for later. Okay. I was going to say not yet, but that yeah, I was gonna probably isn't a good use of our time, like if I'm going to be honest. Your PC in the Colony game wasn't like that. Well, Tifa yeah. wasn't in, the game like I that. Ran, in the game I ran, it made no sense. Like it, the, the Kinku society that lived in isolation would not have functioned without people yeah. to you know, it's mimic a, sounds from. It's like a curious backstory option, but I don't know that it... I think you're right. It probably doesn't oh. make a ton of sense. If you think about there being a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, so there's a couple of kinku you've not seen before. And then your two friends from the forest. Oh, we'll wave. Kenton's yeah. back. Hey, I, I know you guys. You're the the shield people. That's right. Yeah. Hey, boss, boss, the shield people. She smacks him with her bow again. <laughs> <laughs> what are the six of you doing here? We don't. Wait, we're. Oh wait, you're with. Huh. Yeah, I was told to go find some people and bring them here to uh, 
bolster their numbers a little bit for some event that nobody will tell me about. Uh, and I found these guys on the road. And uh, So she turns and looks uh, at the kinku up here behind the table. Boss? That a... What? <laughs> we found them earlier when we were looking for the girl, but they didn't have the girl. Or dwarf, but they have a dwarf now. Um, Hello. <laughs> hi. Um, running out. <laughs> but they they didn't have the girl, so I assume it was fine. It's all fine. He kind of walks around the side of the table and looks the six of you over. What on earth? There was huh. no girl when I found him. I don't recognize you. I was hired by somebody else. I don't remember who it was, but it was not you. But I, they, they mentioned you. Really? Not by name, but by... No, of course they didn't. That by description. Have, that would have worked out well for you, wouldn't it? Huh. Well, you're a most interesting lot. Human, Aarakocra, dwarf, elf, you, hmm. Half-orc? Uh, well, she, no, she's look, she's, uh, he's actually looking at John. Okay. <laughs> You're most curious, aren't you? Oh, yes, sorry. Um, emo. <laughs> it's uh, gone, actually. I don't have time for emotions. Oh, sorry. Very sorry. <laughs> oh, sweet mercy. I don't even know what to do with, with you people anymore. <laughs> Make another t-shirt. No, no, definitely not that one. That's not going on the list. Um, I'm afraid it will sell well. I don't want that. Uh, for for those playing at home, wait, let me let me find it real quick while I'm thinking about it. Um, I swear there's a sticky note somewhere. Are Are you sure you don't want to make a shirt that says "Race Human Class Emo"? I'm fairly certain. For the record, I have been sitting on that since before the campaign started. I appreciate that. <laughs> you definitely tried to hold it in for a while. That was good. It should it should at least say like race human question mark. Uh, okay, so we have follow the giant turtle, uh, mace to the face, a very magical accident, uh, wizardosity, and and uh, spark blossom. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, uh, what was the uh, what was the mule's name? Sparkle toes. Sparkle toes. Sparkle toes. The mule, because I'll forget. Okay. And then just a logo shirt, because you know you probably should do something that makes sense at some point. All right. Um, so he he looks a lot of you over and is very not convinced by any of this. Uh, uh, ben, roll those sweet sweet dice, or or someone. It doesn't have to be Ben. Perception. Um, sure, that'll yeah. that'll be a thing you could do. Yep. Uh, well, without advantage, but that's still a seventeen. Okay. Um, no advantage because he's here. he's pretty sure you're not being honest with him. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So what are you doing in here? Well, this isn't the place to come. Not traditionally where we send new people. No. How do we know the traditions? We're new. <laughs> yeah, but if this this one has the patch, he should know better. Yeah, uh, I, he thought highly of our skills. The 
guy's name that hired me, I I think his name was Gork or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he just mentioned this. Hold on, let me make a note of that. That's a name he's going to use later. All right. Uh... <laughs> Also, Gork the Orc is pretty good. <laughs> but it's Gork with a K. Yes. I was he, thinking it was like a Q. G-O-R-Q. Gork. The Orc. That's right, eh? Uh, okay. Um, okay, so what do you want, then? Uh, uh, he didn't tell... All he said was gather some people and come here because... Somebody, you got because somebody here needed extra muscle. I mean, yeah, in theory, we will eventually. He said it was, it was what I, what, what I was doing, it was none of my business. Just go bring people that looked like they could handle themselves in a fight. Yeah, okay. Um, well. We're not really going to be doing that for. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Danish or something. Is that what we're yeah. working with here? <laughs> Hello, I am Gjork. <laughs> the newest weapon series from IKEA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I got that name from an IKEA catalog. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I very much enjoyed that process. Twitch.tv/slash/TheNeonHillGaming. Um. For, for our audience, uh, Gork, uh, according to Peter, is spelled G-O uh, with an, I believe that's an umlaut above it. Yep. yep. Uh, R-Q. Gork. Gork the York. Oh, that's a thing that's going to come back at some point. <laughs> can, you, can you please make him some sort of Scandinavian chef? <laughs> no. No, I can't. you have another brother named Bork? Gork and Bork. He's the only orc with a mustache, a big walrus mustache. (laughs) We can only rip off so many things from Jim Henson before this becomes a problem. Um, Okay, so. uh, Okay, well. We're not playing any action against her for months. We really don't need more people now. I. Like I said, I was just told to bring. I I tell you what. We got to move the prisoners. Well, I mean, someone's going to have to move the prisoners to the tower, the 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 new one they just they just built for the crow. I mean, they're good at guarding stuff, so I guess I mean, maybe they could do it. I've done prisoner transport before. They do have to be moved to the perch sooner rather than later. All three of them. Hmm. Actually, no. Leave the second woman here. We're not done questioning her yet. She's not one of ours. Uh, yeah. Go, go on down into the basement. And uh, you guys can take the prisoners to, to the tower. Hmm. Yeah, that'll that'll probably be fine. Uh, okay, so what do you see behind you next to this large orc gentleman? Uh, he opens a door. He looks very confused by this whole thing because this doesn't make sense in the least. Um, and behind this door is kind of a storage room. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I'm just rolling with it. 
Um, we rolled too well for it to make sense. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's far more entertaining and time efficient than combat would be, so. <laughs> it's not nothing. Uh, and for what it's worth, I'm pretty sure most of them didn't have names this time, so. I feel a little better about that. Footprints of flop sweat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as you guys move through into this little side room, uh, you see a spiral staircase that leads downstairs. What do? Uh, first, I'm going to dry out my feet before I go down the stairs. Well, sure. That's polite. That's what the mad at the top is for. Um, so you guys come downstairs, uh, pre presuming you all kind of make your way down. Uh, is it, it lit or dark? It's lit. It, oh. There is a, a brightness it's about lit. it. I was trying to avoid that, Jenny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's a library. It's the literature basement. It's lit. It is, in Orcish fact, lit. lit. Yes. My I worst. Don't read too much into that. Oh, my worst subject in college. There's some orcish EDM coming out of the bottom. <laughs> but it sounds much messier than that, not nearly as artistic as it should. You come out of the bottom of the stairs, and there are several large orc gentlemen. Uh, and then a sort of a long wall, and in the middle of the wall, a um, a heavy steel cage door blocks uh, what you can really not even see into is like a very dark room. But you hear the voice of another kinku inside. We'll find out my information eventually. Uh, yeah, uh, and the orc at the bottom of the stairs sees the six of you come down the stairs, which doesn't really make any sense. Um, so he just kind of stands there in the middle. I've, I've moved you guys to the side, but he kind of stands in the middle and blocks your way. Uh, Great. I'm going to uh, try and intimidate him and get him to move out of the way. Just roll those sweet, sweet him. dice. Sixteen. Uh, uh, he shifts back literally one space, but he's really not moving. Right. Enough of a presence for you guys to get out the, the space. Uh, Boss, there's humans and the dwarf. Why is there a dwarf? And you see a, a kinku peek his head around the side uh, and look around. What on earth is happening out there? What do you Prisoner want? transport detail. <laughs> Bo Bossman at the bar said we are supposed to take the uh, prisoners to the tower. I'm not, the new one that's being built. I'm not done with them yet. Well, he said to leave one of them. Leave the girl. Okay, but still, I'm not done yet. Oh. <clears throat> Look, we have our orders, you know. He's going to be mad at, well, probably you for impeding us in, you know, our job. Please let us do our job. I outrank him. Bertrand will. Bertrand Where does will he put his get off? Face on <laughs> his most what face? Sorry, bored. Oh, you're not just taking kinda, him just anywhere. Just stare flatly with just overwhelming boredom. <laughs> so help me, this ends right, and everything stops, and you guys are instantly teleported back to Izzo and Dacia's so that I can end on a cliffhanger like Grant asked last time. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That is actually where we're going to stop. Um, before we before we get into too many other things, we will actually go ahead and call it here. Um, probably not at his own dacious, but I was yeah, listening to that earlier, and that seemed yeah. appropriate. <laughs> um, okay, so 
Thank you for listening. We have been City on the Hill Gaming. This is our actual play podcast. Um, I've been Ryan, your Dungeon Master. Joining me, as always, are William, Daniel, Ben, Peter, Grant, and Jenny, uh, our lovely group of players. Uh, you can find our previous episodes and all future episodes, including all our special episodes uh, that are uploaded this April for our one-year upload anniversary. Seven weeks in a row of content for you fine people. Uh, over at CineOnTheHillGaming.com or uh, by searching City on the Hill Gaming wherever you get your podcasts. Unless I've missed some, and if we have, please tell me on Twitter, uh, at City on the Hill Game, uh, or email us, CityOnTheHillGaming at gmail.com. Uh, Grant, tell the fine folks where they can find you guys from Saving the Game and all about the fun, awesome things you guys do. Sure thing. So Saving the Game is a Christian podcast about tabletop role-playing games and collaborative storytelling, and we are at stgcast.org or savingthegamepodcast.org, whichever you prefer. Uh, we've got, we're coming up on 150 official episodes and uh, have, I don't know, about 18 or so bonus episodes as well. So we've been at this for, oh goodness, nearly seven years. Yeah. Sorry, I just saw July. a lot of editing flash by. Um <laughs> But so yeah, many waveforms. No idea. So many ums and uhs. But that's what we do. And of course, if you want to find us, you can go to Saving the Game on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we also have a Discord full of wonderful people whom we talk with pretty regularly in our fantastic listener community, Ryan included, and Hi. I believe a couple others as well. And uh, yeah, it's we just kind of talk about uh, kind of the theology of games and how to bring certain Christian elements into games, how to run games uh, in a Christian manner, which is to say a, a healthy and productive manner in a way that helps people and is actively good. And yeah, that's what we do. And we are we huge fans. Streaming. We stream every Friday. Yes, we do. That is also a thing that happens and it is also very enjoyable. So go check the, their Twitch stream out. Uh, okay, so go check them out. Check us out when you get a chance. Uh, and we appreciate you listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com. Email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter Grant and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day.